0: I'll take a seat. It. Unfair. Another happy so while working on some stuff the other night, I had episode 1 playing in the background, and I came across a line that I found myself rewinding and replaying. Obi-Wan says this to Qui-Gon, Master Yoda says to be mindful of the future. When Qui-Gon turns to him and says, but not at the expense of the moment, be mindful of the living force. This is one reason why Qui-Gon was my favorite Jedi, and this also ties into why he wasn't on the Jedi Council, despite being a master, the complete opposite of Anakin. He refuted Yoda's teachings to Obi-Wan and the rest of the Jedi, because he felt if you constantly focus on what's to come, or worry all the time of what this decision or action may lead to in the future, then you're focused on all the possible future outcomes of your actions, causing you to miss out on the moment and take the best possible decision of that time. While it's important to be mindful, of course, it should never be at the expense of the moment. He believed that Jedi should be servants of the Force, first and foremost, and not servants of the Republic or the Senate. Primarily, he believed that the Jedi should work with the Living Force, and instead of doing what the Council often demanded of him to do, or what the Jedi rulebook stated. This would lead him to go off course and do what he felt was right, rather than what he was told to do. This was also another reason that he wasn't allowed to be on the Council, because his input on matters would always differ from the robots the Jedi were becoming. His beliefs made him very different within the Jedi Order throughout the galaxy, and it's what held him back from having a seat on the Council in general. He didn't care for it, though. He wasn't interested in titles. Here's a passage from the Labyrinth of Evil book. Even the most forceful Jedi knew moments of doubt. Qui-Gon had always criticized the Council for being too authoritative and for cultivating inflexible methods of teaching. He saw the temple as a place where candidates were programmed to become Jedi, instead of a place where beings were allowed to grow into Jedihood. Qui-Gon was no stranger to what the Jedi referred to as aggressive negotiations, which typically involved lightsabers more than diplomacy. But Obi-Wan wondered what he would have had to say about the war. He recalled, as if yesterday, Dooku's taunt on genosis, that Qui-Gon would have joined Dooku in championing the Separatist cause. Now while of course this passage explains quite a few key things, the main thing that popped out for me was Qui-Gon actually felt the temple was a place where younglings were programmed. Jedi were more about pushing the job to be done if they had to, referring to it as aggressive negotiations, where we all know that meant to kill and use their lightsabers whereas Qui-Gon's methods were more about diplomacy and fairness, to speak and discuss things diplomatically, unless fighting was the only option available. And then, he would fight harder than any. Another piece that I want to discuss is the question Obi-Wan has, regarding whether or not Qui-Gon would have actually joined his former master in leading the Separatist cause. I highly doubt it, but I could also see Qui-Gon being persuaded by Dooku to join him most likely if Obi-Wan had died and not him by Maul's blade. Then that scenario could possibly take place and he'd have taken Anakin to be trained by him and Dooku, which would have been really cool to see and opened up a completely different timeline. Let me know if you guys would like that fanfiction. I'd probably title it, What If Qui-Gon and Dooku Trained Anakin, or something like that. Thanks for watching, everyone. Hit like to support, and I will see you all in the next episode of Star Wars Theory. Until then, my fellow Jedi and Sith friends, remember... The Force will be with you always now fulfill